And we are super psyched to welcome our newest sponsor, Thunder Road Guitars. Thunder Road Guitars is the Pacific Northwest best source for premium, new, used, and vintage guitars, amplifiers, and pedals. Online or in their Seattle, that's West Seattle, or Portland stores. You'll find fantastic customer service and a terrific vibe. I know because I'm in there a lot. Grab a cup of coffee, swing on in, don't spill your coffee, and check it all out. And now if you use code TOURSTORIES10, you can get 10% off at thunderroadguitars.com. Yes, that's me playing guitar. Hello, big news from our friends over at DistroKid. They now have an app. This app works on iOS and Android, of course, and it's available in the Apple Store and Google Play Stores and all the stores where you buy apps. Go check it out. It's got a lot of cool features. You can upload new releases. You can get notified when you've earned royalties. Awesome. You can withdraw from the app via push notifications. A little dangerous for me, but rad. Anyways, go check it out. It's all at distrokid.com app. And don't forget, you can still get 30% off your DistroKid account by going to distrokid.com VIP slash tour stories. Have a great one. We continue to celebrate our friends and partners over at Isotope, and we got some big news for you. The gold standard of audio repair, RX11, is coming in May. In the meantime, you can buy RX10 now on sale and get RX11 absolutely free when it's released. Tour Story listeners get 10% off by using code FRET10. That's F-R-E-T-1-0. All at isotope.com. That's I-Z-O-T-O-P-E.com. Hello, Pat. Yeah, this is Pat. Hey, this is Joe Plummer calling you again. Sorry, I've called you so much. I just wanted to try to get a tour story from you. Um, this is uh, this is this is Pat, but I think I think you might have the wrong number. Really? Um, this number used to belong to someone named Pat, but I keep getting calls from him. I've been told I sound like the Pat that had this number, but yeah, I don't I don't know. Tell you, I've got this phone number a couple months ago. Well, you do sound like him. Are you just fucking with me? I I'm telling you the truth. Um, that yeah, I don't. I keep getting calls for Pat from someone named Joe. But I I've had this number for for a couple months. I don't know. All right. I don't know. Um, what to tell you? I don't know right, anything just... about the guy. Yeah. Hello. Hey. Pat Carney is the drummer for the Black Keys. He's also an old friend of mine. Shortly after this story, my band The Magic Magicians opened for the Black Keys on a small club tour. In this episode, Pat tells us how he encountered 26 Santa Clauses in the middle of July, all the while holding a bottle of his own pee. From Ruinous Media, this is Tour Stories. Hey, this is Patrick Carney from the Black Keys, and I'm going to tell you a tour story. Um, so this story uh, is just one of many, but it's the one that comes to mind because it was just so surreal. 
So in 2002, Dan and I released our first record, The Big Come Up. And that came out in May, mid-May. And uh, we had no booking agent, and the only way we could really um, play shows was by uh, calling up local uh, clubs and asking to get on the bill and and uh, so forth. And um, at one point, I guess it was in early June, our label we were on called Alive Records in, out of uh, Burbank, California, they contacted us and... The owner, Patrick uh, Bozell, said that it would be highly beneficial for us to go on tour, which we wanted to do. And uh, he had arranged to get um, this guy, uh, Ralph, I think it was his name, to book us a tour um, across the U.S. So uh, he booked us in, you know, these small little um, clubs and um, for basically no guaranteed money for three weeks in uh, late July and early August. And we uh, happily obliged and got in my minivan. Um, it was Dan and I and my brother, Michael, who's uh, two years younger. So at this time, Dan would have been 23, I was 22, and Michael was 20. And uh, we get in the van and we drive from Akron to Chicago. And then I think Chicago to Denver. And uh, then we have a long drive from Denver to Vancouver, and we end up in uh, Vancouver. And uh, we've only played like three shows, and we've been on the road for like five days, and we're already like in the hole, uh, money-wise, because the label didn't give us any money to tour, so it was just on the cash that we had, and our parents didn't help us out. So we were we were we were wondering if we could make it back, I guess, all the way around the country. Um, and anyway, we show up uh, in uh, in Vancouver, and we decide that we're going to stay in this hostel that we found. This is before like Google Maps or Yelp or whatever, so it's like just asking, asking around, figuring out where to stay. So we found this uh, hostel we could stay at, and it was like uh, I don't know, twenty bucks a person a night or something like that. So we get a room, and we're exhausted from driving for so long, and. We see that there's this guy, like, in this courtyard at the place, and he has, like, a, a softball-sized ball of weed just rolled up, and he's in a tracksuit just smoking this shit. And uh, it's early in the morning. Anyway, we go to sleep. We wake up. We walk down to the venue and uh, play the gig, and it's cool because, like, even though my brother Mike's 20, he's still at able to drink in Canada, so we have some beers. We walk back. The guy at the front desk at the hostel sells us some weed, which I don't really, like, smoke much of, and we're walking back into our room, and we see this dude, the same dude in tracksuit, like, who had this softball-sized ball of weed, and it was down to like, the size of, like, a marble. <laughs> like, smoked the whole thing. Hadn't left the area. We go up in the room, and uh, the room looks like uh, Woody Allen's apartment and take the money and run, um, just totally fucked up. And we lock the door, and I'm sleeping on this foam, disgusting thing under the bed, and we smoked weed, and I just get insanely paranoid that this guy's going to come murder us, and finally I pass out.
next day we we get back in the minivan we drive down to Seattle and uh, we open up the Seattle Weekly when we get to the venue and or, uh, and Seattle Weekly had like written a preview of the show which was the first one we'd ever gotten like and um, we go and play and a lot of people show up and we end up making like $540 which was like the exact amount of money we needed to like pay gas and stuff but we figured to get all the way back to Akron from the, the tour you know bare minimum type thing and uh, so I'm parked out of Chop Suey this is July 25th like 2002 and um, my brother's friend was at the show and she invited us to this party in Capitol Hill and Dan and Mike wanted to go and I was just really worried about the $540 so I decided that I wouldn't go to the party and instead I would like hold the money and I would just sleep in the van and that they could crash at my brother's house or brother's friend's house whatever so anyway, uh, Dan and Mike go off to this party, and I get in the van, and it's like midnight at this, at this point, not that late, really, and um, I'm in the van, and I'm exhausted, and uh, fall asleep, and I wake up to the sound, like, a couple hours later, it's like, all this talking, and I have to pee so bad, and I'm just not sure what to do, because I don't want to, like, get out of this van that, like, has just been parked there with no one getting in or out. Uh, for hours that I felt like it was embarrassing to do that for some reason um, and I was still half asleep so I peed in a, this Gatorade bottle that was in the van and like, I had to pee a lot more than I, than I thought and it started like, kind of overflowing so I like, stopped peeing and I have like my dick in my hand and I have like the Gatorade bottle in the other hand I open the door to the van with my pants around my knees <laughs> to dump it and I'm like fully exposed and uh, there's like 20, 30 guys in Santa Claus outfits just staring at me as I dump this pee <laughs> and I'm so fucking freaked out I have no fucking idea what's going on So I just, like, dropped the bottle on the street, slammed the door, and just, like, got back into the van and pulled my pants up uh, and hoped I didn't offend anybody or wasn't going to get killed by these dudes in these Santa outfits. Anyway, I ended up falling back asleep, and the next day I woke up and remembering that first, like, what the fuck was that? I got out of the van and looked, and right next to Chop Suey, there was, like, I guess a gay bar, and it was, like, Christmas in July, and there just, I guess it was just a bunch of dudes dressed up in Santa outfits for that, but it was fucking insane. Thanks to Pat for the story. Go to ruinousmedia.com to hear more stories from the road. And don't forget to check out our weekly companion podcast, The Check-In, all at ruinousmedia.com slash king prices. Tour stories.
up again.